Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and Life Coach Tom Wells here. Today is Friday. Happy Friday, April 27th, 2018, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Your first Daily Dose of Happy for the day. And uh, Friday's always the happy day of the week for most people who are doing the 9 to 5 routine because it's the last work day. The weekend is coming up. Lots of stuff to look forward to. And uh, I know around here we, we don't really do the normal 9 to 5 because... Uh, most of it is right this time of year is around Louise's gardening business, which is doing very, very well. Um, and today we are all sitting back and enjoying the April showers that are coming through to make the Mayflowers, which, of course, is exactly what gardeners want. So all kinds of good things going on. Just depends on how you look at it. Right, Tom? Wow, you guys are lucky. You've got an April showers. We've gotten <laughs> some here, too. And we we got a little bit of April snow, and now uh, we're in about five or seven days, we're going to get some more showers. I'm really looking forward to that. Wow. Yeah, it greens up everything so beautifully. And it, it does. Things start to, you know, you start to feel like, wow, it's going to be a thriving spring and summer. That's what I love it when things are growing and really full of life. It's so beautiful. Doesn't that kind of renew you when you see all that oh, green coming up? I love it. Yeah. I was, I was walking past a park the other day, and these kids were playing soccer, and and I this it was so unusual. I don't think I've really ever heard this. This one kid who's like a goalie, and he's yelling to his friends. He's about like ten years old, twelve years old. He said, "God, it's so beautiful out here. I love this when it's spring and everything's coming alive." And <laughs> it was like, you know, a bunch of kids playing soccer. I just wouldn't expect to hear some kid, some guy gushing to his male friends how beautiful everything is. It's really cool. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> That's really Whoa. Nice. <laughs> Way to go, kid. Way to go, goalie. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I didn't hear what his friend said. But back in when I was a kid, you know, his friends would say, huh? What? Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe I used to say that when I was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I get jaded thinking remember. that the world is, uh, the world doesn't notice how beautiful it is sometimes. <laughs> well, the, the good news is that you just discovered that at least one part of the world does notice. And that's oh, a good yeah. thing. That's a lots really good people, thing. Lots of people notice it. Yeah, I think so. Amazing how resilient people are, really. I mean, they people turn towards positive things so much, really. And wouldn't it be nice if, if we saw more and more of that happening? I mean, because that yeah. would be just... That, that, that every time that we see any kind of increase like that, any kind of improvement, it, it picks me up, I know. I just love seeing the enthusiasm in people. I like seeing how they enjoy life and and it just makes me want to enjoy life even more when I see it. So that's why I say, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> yeah, well, there's a huge thing to that saying that, wouldn't it be nice? In fact, that's the topic of our podcast today. I wonder if that's where I got it from. It could be. Oh, maybe in the back of your mind. Yeah, well, you probably knew that that was going to be the topic. Yeah, I guess. Well, since I type it in, I guess I kind of have to. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I, I was with a friend yesterday having lunch and hanging out with him for a while, and, and he was telling me some of the difficulties of his life. And, and I've heard these difficulties in his life for about the last four or five years. And, um, you know, they're pretty consistently there in his life. And I, it just, just this one technique alone, wouldn't it be nice if he could adopt that? And this is what I was thinking, you know, he, mm -hmm. he could, he could change that vibration. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's as um it's called in the book by Esther and Jerry Hicks, ask and it is given, you know, which is a lot of channeled Abraham stuff. And this process comes, comes out of that book originally. Um, 
they say that it's deceptively powerful to use this technique because on the one hand you could go, you could walk around all day long, you know, wouldn't it be nice if I had a million dollars? Wouldn't it be nice if I didn't have any aches and pains in my body? Wouldn't it be nice if I met the, the person of my dreams and we lived happily ever after? And, and then, you know, you, the other part of your mind could go, yeah, but that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a common you know, voice, yes. <laughs> and so the trick is, is to leave it open-ended, I think, to be able to say, wouldn't it be nice, you know, whenever things come up, like I was thinking of my friend and my own self, you know, like whenever I have a statement, like before we got on the call, you were saying something about something you had to do this weekend with your taxes and how that didn't feel like a fun thing. And if you could, if you could say statements around it that started with, wouldn't it be nice if, I wonder if it would change your vibration around that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. In fact, that's part of the plan is to do, you know, exercises like that. In fact, I may even try this particular one, but because there's no point in, in doing anything, uh, especially with something as wonderful as taxes, you know, unless you're in a good frame of mind, because otherwise you can count on it not working out. But if you go in with a frame of mind, <laughs> that's good. Well, you know what? Then it can go nice and easily and not be a big problem. You're over and done with, bada bing. That's it, uh -huh. you know? And what we're really going up against when we say, wouldn't it be nice if about some topic that we have angst about or we have a stubborn fear of <clears throat> or a stubborn anger about, excuse me, <clears throat> is that I think the, it begins to soften it. And it's that softening of the intensity or the anger or the fear or whatever it is around the thing we're talking about is what makes all the difference, I believe. And if like, we we sort of don't listen to the part of ourselves that adds that last little bit that says, you know, wouldn't it be nice if, but yeah, that's not what's happening. So mm. I'm still stuck, you know, or I'm still in pain because that's not happening. So it's, I can say, wouldn't it be nice if all day long. And, and so what I have to do with myself is just not go to that place of, of making that counter argument to myself. Instead, oh, go ahead. Pardon? No, go ahead. In instead, just be open to the fact that if I say, wouldn't it be nice if today when I go out to look for a new condo, doors just fly open for me and beautiful things happen? Or wouldn't it be nice if today in looking for a new condo, I get, you know, I get closer to it and maybe I don't find the exact place today, but I, I get more excited about the potential and the possibilities of finding the exact place I really want. And mm -hmm. wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice if I have a fun day looking for a new condo and I meet some really cool people today, wouldn't it be nice if I get inspired that life wants to give me beautiful things and by what I see happening and I have a real relaxed attitude about it and things begin to open up in really great ways. Mm. Yeah. So it's just how good can we get at talking to ourselves <laughs> about what we really want. When, when you were right. mentioning how we have a tendency to tag on the part that we don't want at the end, and, and we tend to stick with that, it reminded me of the Beach Boys song, Michael Love and Brian Wilson, Wouldn't It Be Nice? Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. lyric that, where they said, you know, it seems the more we talk about it, it only makes it worse to live without it. <laughs> wow. It's, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, just yeah. like it, you know? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. The more we talk about it, it only makes it worse to live without it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens sometimes, right? We get frustrated. Because Very. we've been wanting something for a long time. And so to sit there and go, wouldn't it be nice if 
I could lose this extra 50 pounds. And, you know, we've been working on losing the extra 50 pounds for four years, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, um, but you know what, if we soften the edges of that and just sort of go, well, it w- would be nice. And, and uh, wouldn't it be nice if today's the day that I take a few steps towards losing this extra 50 pounds, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It started no, with I the idea. Extra fifty pounds, but thank goodness. Pardon? Thank goodness. But 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 starting with the idea that we will lose the weight. Yeah, it will go away. We'll actually become trim and thin. We'll we'll mm-hmm. actually become you know, normal body weight. We'll actually become healthily healthfully thin. I like that phrase. Mm-hmm. Healthfully thin. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I've I've lost weight a lot of times, and I think this is just another one of the kind of places to be at consciousness wise with what I'm telling myself is, is to not be listening to the statements. Like I notice when people make negative statements, they often, including myself, they feel like they're trapped in that place. And so they say it from a place of, Oh God, this is, uh, this sucks. And I know I don't want to have to experience this, but Oh, well, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, that's so different than saying, well, wouldn't it be nice if I looked at this in a way that was more positive and full of, you know, expectant possibility. That's know? right. Yeah. Because when we look at it that way, the thing immediately may not be changing, but by looking at it that way, we guarantee in the long run, it will change. It will modify in some way. And the more yeah. that we, we stay there, the more that situation will modify. And you are changing your vibration, yeah. right? And you are modifying it right in that moment. And that's the interesting thing is it's that train of good feeling vibration that leads to the things we want. So when we start by saying, wouldn't it be nice if we're immediately putting ourselves in a nicer vibration, you know, and that if we follow that thread, I think that's the key to you know, writing, telling better feeling stories about our life. This is a great little introduction that when, you know, what I suggest to people is that they try it, you know, try it as a, as a technique that you use throughout your day. Actually, when I was doing my coaching training, the two, um, you know, main coaching trainers that I worked with said that they use this with clients all the time and that it's a very powerful technique and i've been i've used it a lot with clients too and i agree that it it's a great place to especially start when you're just feeling like like trapped by your own thinking is to say notice it throughout this day to day like i'm going to whenever things come up that i might have any kind of a negative leaning towards or i hear my voice inside saying something that's not very helpful or positive i'm going to turn it into wouldn't it be nice statements what what do you think it is about the phrase that um makes it a good thing to start with what do i think about the phrase that makes it a good thing to start with yeah you said that that was like a a really good way to start if you're if you're just trying to get onto the path of of making the change what is it about this phrase that you think is really effective well obviously it tells your your mind that wouldn't it be nice so you're you're choosing it's almost like saying, isn't it great that, or wouldn't it be wonderful that? And then, so you're, you're prefacing whatever it is that you're going to address that had been, had 
you know, been framed in a negative way, you're going to frame it now in a positive light. Mm-hmm. So okay. You, you forces you, you're forcing yourself to say, okay, wouldn't it, be, let's say, you know, you get up and you feel a tremendous pain in your back, you know, and you're walking around first half an hour of the morning and you're feeling, oh my God, my back really is hurting. I, I don't know, did I sleep wrong or, oh yeah, it's been hurting this week and now it's hurting even more this morning. And what am I going to do about my back? I wonder if this is going to become a bigger problem or, you know, whatever, wherever your mind tends to go with that. And then I say to myself, well, wouldn't it be nice if I, you know, tried some stretches that really got this to just let go? Wouldn't it be nice if I, um, if by, if, if by an hour from now, I'm not feeling any pain at all, you know? Mm, Okay. And so you just look for all the ways that, that that particular situation can transform. And in the process, you're starting to open, open yourself up to the idea that it can transform, that it can actually get better. Yeah, because you might even want to add to it. Like, let's say you're, you're, you know, you're looking for a new house to live in and, and you're feeling that, you know, gosh, we've been looking for two months and we still don't know how we're going to afford the house we want. I know you were like, had this project on your plate, like how you're, what kind of place you're going to end up with and how's it, how great is it going to be? And, and so when any negative thoughts come up, you know, you say, well, wouldn't it be nice if, and then you think of eight reasons why it could work out. Mm, yeah. Well, cause that's, that's, we know that's going to be powerful. We, we know that from, for instance, the exercises we were doing uh, earlier in the week where we were, we were doing the, uh, the, the focus wheel. And, and I guess it was like last week we did that. But uh, when you're doing that focus wheel, you're coming up with 12 different reasons why, you know, you like X, why you feel yes. good about X. That's what made me want to do this, uh, this podcast on this is because it's, I want to offer my clients and my, and our listeners positive uh, processes that actually begin to change their way of thinking. And maybe, you, you know, you're already accomplished at your thinking, but a lot of people could use help any kind of little technique that gets me to move into the positive side of the scale and, and choose things that I want rather than talking about things that I don't want to have happen. Oh yeah. You know, that's definitely so, much more and, powerful. And to be soft and easy about it, you know, this is a kind of be a kind of fun game because you might not believe it when you say it, but it, but then you in, use it as a way to invite yourself to say, I could change the way I think about this. Right. Well, and, you're, you're basically entertaining possibilities. Which, mm-hmm. which your mind wasn't doing before. Now that you're entertaining possibilities, you're beginning to open yourself up to, okay, well, if there are possibilities, I wonder which ones I can start to believe in. I wonder which yeah. ones I can start to resonate with. You know, just by naming a few of them, maybe one or two of them kind of click. Like, oh, well, okay, that one feels pretty good. Mm-hmm. And you could even use it as a thing. You could say, um, like, wouldn't it be nice if I had more, clients and then i could say and i intend to have you know three new clients by the end of next week you can make an intention statement after it yeah oh yeah if you can get to the point where you're believing that now you're really on the road because now now you're in the belief state Mm -hmm. and that's really wouldn't it it, wouldn't it be nice if i found an easy way to allow in an extra you know thousand dollars a month wouldn't it wouldn't it be nice if the thought the extra thousand dollars a month just came really easily Mm. yeah nice stuff just think of all the different ways that we could say things in ways that are for our benefit, you know, that are 
that we're our best friend. You know, in other words, we're our best advocate. And so what are statements I could say about this particular situation that would be encouraging to myself? You know, mm-hmm. I would like to hear somebody like if I went to a coach, you know, I would like to hear the coach encourage me in this way. Well, what could I say to myself? I say to all my clients, you know, you're, I, I can't really change your life. You have to change your life. You've got to make, you've got to develop the tools and the ways to speak to yourself that give you the incentive to have the life you want to have. So this is just one of those tools. I wonder if it Play also with works. It. I mean, many of us often deal with people who are not into law of attraction, um, not terribly positive most of the time, often a negative track. I wonder what happens if we're in a conversation with somebody like that and they're going on and on about everything that's going wrong and we say, well, wouldn't it be nice if the opposite happened? I do that. Do you oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is, <laughs> I mean, that's how I save myself from some people's negativity. Ah. Like, you know, this guy yesterday, I mean, he he gets so negative that he literally, he feels like he's getting really sick and he feels like he might be inviting some, you know, disease into his body, you know, because he, he worries so much or feels so much angst about the world situation and the environment and, and oh, so many things that, and of course, once you get on a roll of seeing things that you don't like in the world, you can tend to then start seeing it everywhere. Oh yeah. You know? And you know, if he learns even a little bit, like, so if I say to him, wouldn't it be nice if, if we had a whole bunch of like news organizations that went out and looked for incredibly awesome things that are happening that, <laughs> you know, that instead of focusing on finding every little minuscule negative thing going on, there was people looking for literally trends that were actually like viable and verifiable trends that were positive And they, and they, the whole news agency was designed around that. And so I was saying that kind of stuff to him. And, and he just gave me this look like, you know, like, wow, you know. Really? And I, so he didn't oh, reject yeah. it. That's good. I mean, the huh? fact that he didn't just come back with, yeah, well, that's never going to happen. That's good. No, see, see, he's hung out with me a bunch, and he kind of knows that's where I go with my thinking. Oh, I see. And, okay. Yeah. And he, and he knows that he goes to this place of negativity. And so I felt like for him it was a chance to – kind of just be in that space of hopefulness. Yeah, right. You know, and so he's by being with me, because he does he doesn't he used to like fight me when I would say things like that. He mm-hmm. would said he said, You've got your head so deep in the sand that, you know, it's never coming out, is it? Actually he said <laughs> something like that to me yesterday. He said that something like that to me yesterday and I said I said, Yeah, and I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I, love I said, it. I I love the fact that I look I look for positive things all, all over the place, you know, like uh I don't think that's really a bad quality, you know, even though you're, you know, everyone wants to be focused on how bad things are. It's like, I, I actually believe there's value in focusing on good things too, you know, and uh, (laughs) bit of a challenge to his way of thinking, but Hey, the good news is he was reacting. Well, that's really good. I mean, with people like that, I mean, we all have had that kind of experience with people like that. It can be really difficult to just even budge them a little tiny bit off of that negative spot. He budged. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to have hung out with him for, you know, like, like consistently say for five days in a row or something. Cause I imagine I've noticed that sometimes people who have really strong beliefs about their, why they're negative, they want to eventually start to, you know, fight back. You oh, know, sure. so they'll, 
you know, but, but the fact that I can just say, you know, a few, wouldn't it be nice statements to somebody who's extremely suffering, you know, I think that's, that's sometimes the best that I can do or the most that they can hear. Right. And if they can hear it, that's, that's it right there. Just being able <laughs> to hear it. No, I'm serious. I mean, Oh, it's I'm serious too. I but, but, but it's just being able to hear the other thing that you have been resisting all this time is huge because once you can begin to hear it, now the possibilities start to open possibilities mm -hmm. that for you didn't exist before just because you couldn't hear them. Yes. Yes. Like, um, okay, let me take an example. Like in my life, I've had a lot of clutter um, in probably mental and obviously mental and physical clutter. They usually go and, together, right? <laughs> yeah, they have to go together, I think. And so, you know, I mean, the clutter is not, I mean, everything's organized. My place looks fantastic. It's just that I have so many files because, you know, back in the day before computers, I developed paper files. And so I, I still have had this tendency over the years to still have paper files and, and realizing more and more each year that paper files are pretty stupid because they occupy a lot of space and they're really hard to really use them effectively. I mean, you can, but it's so much easier using a computer, I think, oh, and yeah. so much cleaner. Yep. Right. Right. And so, you know, that's just one example, but you know, I might have too much, too many tools, too many, um, you know, just things saved that I think are, are necessary for to have around like too many dishes, too many pots and pans. You know, it's easy for me to have too many because I like have accumulated stuff. I used to have a 3000 square foot house. Now I have a, a 900 square foot condo. Right. So I've got too many things in storage. So, so, you know, I have let that be a, a burden to me. And, and for really many years, it's like, I, I say, Oh, wouldn't it? I mean, I wish I could, I could get rid of more of this stuff. Why do I have so much stuff? It's why is it so hard to get rid of stuff? Why do I hang on to it as long as I do? Um, you know, I, my life would go in better directions towards having more fun and playfulness. I would do more dancing and more singing and more guitar and more hiking in the mountains. If I just had less stuff in my house, because I wouldn't have as many things I think have to get taken care of or as many projects lined up. I would, I would just be more easy about my life. I would choose fun more than I would um, worrying about getting things done, you know? Yeah. And so, so if I used, wouldn't it be nice? You know, I could literally say, wouldn't it be nice if, as I move to a new place, I, I get rid of, I actually make huge inroads into the amount of things I have. Wouldn't it be nice if I start thinking in a new way because I'm moving and I decide to put on the front burner, these ideas of having more fun with my life and ha and just enjoying myself so much more. And it doesn't depend on me having, you know, 10 different projects or, you know, a huge amount of resources that I realize that life doesn't need that much. My life doesn't need that much, that many resources. And so just by doing, wouldn't it be nice about all that? I'm going to, I'm going to see, you know, over the next few days, how, how much I can change my attitude about the things that I have. You know? I think that's fantastic. I mean, cause I actually went through a situation with my father the last couple of years of his life. Um, we helped uh, Louise and I moved to Virginia from Connecticut back in 2002, 2003 for the purpose of helping my parents move from their lake house into a senior center. Cause they were getting to the point where, 
my dad really couldn't do much anymore. My mom needed the security of, of being in a place where there were other people around and so forth. And so they needed help moving. And we, uh, when I went over to help my dad sort out the stuff he was going to keep, because, it was again, it was a big downsize like you were describing, there was a whole bunch of stuff he couldn't let go of. Yeah. And it was so painful for him. That mm-hmm. it, it, it was so painful for him that it was painful for me trying to help him do it. And finally, honest to God, Tom, the only way he could release this stuff was to say, please, you make the decision. I can't do this. Yeah. That's I how know attached he was. I know the feeling. And it's stuff that he was never going to use again. Yeah. So it was st- I mean, Some of it was memorabilia, and I can understand wanting to keep the memorabilia around, and we did. But some of it was stuff he wouldn't – there was no way he was ever going to use it again. But he was so attached to it. That he couldn't let yeah. it go, and it was bringing him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it maybe represented. I know a lot of my stuff represents things I wanted to do with my life, but I haven't quite ever done them to the degree that I wanted. Like I have a whole shelf of books that's nothing about but about having a small farm. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a, and it doesn't even have to be a big place, but you know, it's got book on raising chickens, a book on you know about square foot gardening, and these different things that I've done some of these things, but I had not done them to the degree I wanted to. Right. And so I, I hang on and I hang on and, or books on emergency preparation and different things that have been on my mind or that I've, I've, I've looked into. And, and so I keep the, all these resources thinking, yeah, well, you know, I might need that. I might, I might want to have that. And, yeah. You, you'll never uh, know when you're going to need that. <laughs> well, I'm, I still intend to do it. You know, I, yeah. I, I could still move to this small place and have, you know, have this, uh, you know, 20 by 20 foot garden and, and a little chicken coop. And I want to, I want to keep the books that have to do with that. And, but yet if enough years go by in enough different areas, and I've got like maybe 12 areas like that on my bookshelf. And so that and my, you start adding up the books and it's like, well, there's 300 books here that represent all these different interests I have. Well, that's great. I have these interests. I, I'm happy about that, but I'm carrying these books around with me. I've moved four times since my divorce in 2010 and I've moved these books every, you know, a lot of them every time yeah. and I'm still not really using them that much. And the same could be said of tools and dishes and lots of different things I have. And so, yeah, it's wonderful to, to put myself in that. Wouldn't it be nice if I had the life more that I want? And so wouldn't it be nice if I find ways to let go of more stuff. And wouldn't it be nice if I take a bold step like your father, you know, wanted to take those steps probably, but he felt just, it was just so painful to change. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and actually your talk has been kind of queuing in my mind. Like I know, uh, I, I do this podcast from, uh, our second bedroom, which is also the office. And, we have a filing cabinet in here, and I can think of a whole bunch of stuff in that filing cabinet that is absolutely useless. It has mm-hmm. it serves no purpose whatsoever. It's old. It's outdated. It should be just thrown out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, you know, I, I really should clear just just clear it out. Get a great big garbage bag, dump it in there, toss it in the dumpster, and I'm done with it, right? And and mm-hmm. then there's also downstairs. We, my wife and I still have two of these crates of old vinyl records. Mm-hmm. Now. Are those records ever going to be listened to by us? Absolutely not. <laughs> I listen on an iPhone now. I don't mess around with vinyl anymore. And I've got uh-huh. the, uh, the the stereo player to play it, you know, the turntable. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. am I going to use that? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. 
You know, right. so, well, there's some more stuff that really needs to be dug out. And actually, in that case, I think I'll probably try to find a collector. Hey, anybody collecting vinyl records? I got a bunch for you, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Sell them on eBay. Yeah, right. right. Of course, well, that'd be a pain, one at a time. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think I'd rather just get rid of the whole thing with somebody else. You could sell the collection, yeah, or, or just give it away. I, I'd just be happy to give it away and let somebody else, you know, go through all the pain and suffering of selling it one album at a time on eBay. <laughs> uh-huh. So do you want to try an experiment of something in your life that you want to say some wouldn't it be nice statements about? Uh, okay, sure. Uh, let's see. Where to begin? There are so many places to begin. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> well, let's see. I'm going to start with some of the big ones that have been on our wish list and our, our attract list for quite some time. Um, that I, I was actually thinking not in terms of wouldn't it be nice, but in terms of I need to spend more time fleshing out what it is that we're attracting because they're pretty big stuff. Um, like mm-hmm. that house that uh, I talked about that we had found that we liked that was outside the price range, but we'd love to attract that one into our house, into mm-hmm. our lives. Well, yeah. we have actually taken some time to flesh that out, but how often do we go back and visit it and live on, wow, how exciting it is and so forth? Well, like last time was a month ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't it be nice if I actually spent more time really just loving the idea of getting that house and thinking mm-hmm. about all the ways we'd use it and all the different rooms of the house and, and uh, the, especially the, uh, the, the screen deck out in the back. I mean, because it's a beautiful place to be, especially during the warm months. You, you, just the way it's laid out is gorgeous. It, you, it just looks so comfortable. It looks like the kind of place you could go to and just take a nap. And I'm not mm-hmm. a napper, so for me to say that is really something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you get in your 70s, you might be a napper. Well, maybe. Actually, mm-hmm. what I'm hoping is by by the time I'm there, I'm, I'm even more active than I am right now. I, <clears throat> I'm hoping that yeah, I live yeah. such an excited life that uh, nap isn't even on my radar. <laughs> okay, okay. I find naps to be now one of the one of the more pleasurable things in my life. No, really? Because well, if I get up, like for this podcast, I get up at 5 a.m. And let's say I went to bed at midnight. Oh, well, well, yeah. Then, yeah. well, then it's like taking a nap. It feels fantastic. You mm-hmm. know? Because by, you know, whatever time, by one or two in the afternoon, I'm oh, feeling, yeah. oh, yeah, I, I got up. I only slept five hours. I think I'll take an hour long nap. And then I get up and I feel really enthused to do the rest of my day. Yeah, that's when I say to myself, no wonder I'm about ready to fall over. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell me some wouldn't it be nice around some of that some more about the house yeah about in yeah or about anything let's say the house about the or house about okay yeah. well um well one of the wouldn't it be nice is uh, would it be nice to be living next door to the family that louise um took care of the kids when we first moved here because that's that's one of the one of the benefits they live right next door um this is a family with three girls that she looked after for a few months and uh, they have a good relationship. I mean, every once in a while, we'll see them out and about. In fact, last year, we had a couple of experiences where we saw them two weekends in a row in two places that we would not have expected to see anybody from Simsbury. So that was kind of fun. Um, in fact, the second one, uh, we saw them on Block Island, which is a little island just off the coast of Connecticut. And we had gone down for the day, taking the ferry over, and we were sitting um, on the porch of an old hotel that faces out at the ocean um mm-hmm. and as we're sitting there louise sees the family coming up she says oh my god i can't believe it <laughs> and so uh the mom actually went into the building to use a restroom or something 
and the girls came over and they got all excited and so forth and there was a, you know, the big meeting and, and that kind of thing and then we kind of left them to it and then their mom came out and the girls said mom mom you'll never believe we saw miss louise and she says yeah i know we saw her last week no 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 we saw her again <laughs> she's right over there what <laughs> <laughs> yeah talk about complimentary vibrations yeah attractive. so you can see it for louise especially that would be wonderful to have them next door that that's a really oh. really big wouldn't it be nice oh and, and she actually cool. dreams of the idea not only are they next door but she's always wanted to since we don't have kids and and we haven't had that experience directly wouldn't it be nice to have kids to come over so she could do things like baking projects with them or you know oh, stuff yeah. that you can do with kids yeah and, and she loves the idea of doing that you know oh. So that would be a See, really big one. It'd be nice. That vibration alone could get you the house. It could. It could. Yeah. yeah. Because look how excited you are about it. Yeah. And yeah. So and cool when you start doing this because you, you can get into places like that. Look, mm -hmm. look where you just got yourself into. Yeah. Interestingly enough, too, it actually doesn't have anything to do with the house. But uh -huh. the fact that the vibration is so high and it's associated in a way with the house, mm -hmm. that yeah. makes it work. Yeah, exactly. Which is really interesting. It doesn't actively have to be specifically about the house itself or the thing itself. It can be something wow. very closely related to it. And it can be something general. I mean, you yeah. could you could just say, wouldn't it be nice if we, we went to the beach this weekend and, and sat in the warm sand? Or wouldn't mm -hmm. it be nice if, you know, like we received unexpected check in the mail that we didn't know we were going to get? Or wouldn't mm -hmm. it be nice if, you know, you could think and then but they could just be raising your vibration the whole trick with law of attraction right is raising our vibration right and then yes. all kinds of things can come into our life from our vortex because we're vibrating on that level of what's in our vortex which is all good things in fact that raises well, an interesting possibility wouldn't it be nice if i could start <laughs> today and every day just raising my vibration really high and then staying there mm -hmm. wouldn't that be nice because that's really it? as i think about it that is my number one goal because I, yeah. I truly believe deep down in the roots of my soul that if I could have that, all of it would happen. I would live that completely abundant life that Abraham talks about. That's right. You know? I agree. Yeah. Wouldn't so, so it be that, nice if fear was no longer part of my life and I was instead choosing yeah. excitement about my life? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice? I mean, I, at one point I said, wouldn't it be nice if I was no longer depressed? Guess what? I'm no longer depressed. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. whoa, that one happened. That one actually mm -hmm. came true. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm living a lot yeah. more in the positive than I ever did. That, that, that is a huge thing. So that's why I say, wouldn't it be nice if I was always living there? Wouldn't it be nice if I was always experiencing that? And we could change, you could change the word nice to other words to you. Wouldn't it be awesome if, or mm. wouldn't it be wonderful if, or wouldn't it be cool if, or whatever word you like to use, you know, sure. wouldn't it be dope if, as long as it's something that you associate with being positive, then, hey, whatever floats your boat, <laughs> whatever mm -hmm. works for you, that's the most important one. I, I personally like nice. I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a nice word. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say, you know, that it's, it's a wonderful way to release resistance is just to play this as a game with yourself. Mm -hmm. and, but leave it to where, you know, you, where you don't add on the other side of it. Yeah, but that's not 
that's not going to happen. Or, right. That's what I don't know. That's going to take forever. Or well, I've been working on that for 10 years and I still don't have that. And I don't see why it's going to get better by me saying, wouldn't it be nice if it did get better? And wouldn't it be nice <laughs> if I actually got to the point where I could play? Would it, wouldn't it be nice without tagging on the extra part about how it won't happen? Wouldn't that yeah. be nice? <laughs> yeah. What is, isn't, and sometimes I change it to, isn't it nice that I'm, that I'm choosing to no longer yeah. tag that on? Yeah. Isn't, isn't it, isn't it nice that, that I got up this morning and my house is warm and it's 40 degrees outside and I'm in a nice warm house. Isn't it nice that my refrigerator is completely full of food that is that I, I love to eat. Isn't it nice that, that I'm healthy. Isn't it, isn't it nice that I'm breathing. Isn't it nice that the sun came up again today. You know I mean? They can do a lot of, isn't it nice? And that adds to the, and then we can from there say, well, wouldn't it be nice if when I go out today, I meet some really wonderful people and have some really cool discussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, you know. And wouldn't, and wouldn't it be nice if I were to do this, wouldn't it be nice or isn't it nice exercise with someone else? In fact, isn't it nice mm-hmm. that I do that? Because I do it with you and I do it with Louise mm-hmm. and I do it mm-hmm. with other co-hosts. So mm-hmm. isn't it nice that I get to do that? But even if I was not in a place where I had all of you guys to talk to, I could still do wouldn't it be nice to have someone to do it with? Because it's yeah. so much more fun to do it with somebody than it is to try to you know, get yourself going all by yourself. You're, uh-huh. you're, you're relying entirely on your own energy. Whereas when you're doing it with someone else, you're sharing the energy and you're kind of you know, enthusing each other as you're doing it. And one idea leads to the other idea. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I, I've decided to use it to try to remind myself when I'm ever in a conversation with somebody who's talking anything negative. That I I think of well what could be my converse, my contribution to this conversation that would keep me immersed in the vibration that I want to stay in because they're going on a negative thing so so then I think of you know like okay I'm gonna have wouldn't it be nice become my go to when somebody starts talking about something that's depressing to them or something that's overwhelming to them you know that I'll I'll start saying well wouldn't it be nice if you could find a way to to do that and still have what you want, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, would it be nice to to give that a shot to try to do that with uh, situations where somebody else is is going negative, and wouldn't it be nice if they actually started to turn around, so that you could feel, wow, I'm not, not only making an impact on them, but I'm also relieving myself, which is what I really needed to do. I needed to get rid of that that negative uh, influx coming there. Wouldn't it be mm-hmm. nice if that were to happen? Yeah, yeah. So maybe, you know, this is something that that we can train ourselves in better and better and and give it a chance to be a, a technique that actually really works. Just like fo- using focus wheels, as we talked about in the last podcast, mm-hmm. you know, it, do you want to just do it once and then forget about it? Or do you want to try it every once in a while and see if it's actually a tool? I think developing tools takes sometimes using them for a while and and seeing if well, maybe this is actually has more power than I think it has, you know, to, to try this, like telling better feeling stories. I mean, I can tell a client to, you know, write a new story about the relationship that they want or write a new story about the money they want or the job they want or whatever. And sometimes a person will do a little bit of work in that direction and then sort of won't follow through, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll do it once maybe. And, Oh, that was okay. I tried that once, you know, five months ago. And yeah, Mm -hmm. it felt good at the time, but nothing really changed. Well, you know, maybe you need to try it, you know, once a week 
right. for oh, yeah. six months. Like you did the, that mirror technique, you know, yeah, if you, I'm still doing if you that had given up on that, you know, early on, you probably would say, well, yeah, I tried it for a week and it kind of made a difference, but it wasn't that big a difference. So I, you know, I couldn't keep doing it. And, and it did help to know after 30 days that it actually worked. I did achieve the goal. I got rid of the yeah, negative self-talk. That's, that's what I was hoping that's to do. Huge. Funny thing though, Tom, even though I did that, I still find myself struggling to get myself to do more stuff like that. Isn't that interesting? I now have proof positive that when I work on myself in the way that we're talking about doing things like, wouldn't it be nice? Despite the fact that I have proof that is clear to me that it actually works, that it actually makes things better. It actually attracts better things into my life and so forth. I still resist taking on new things to do. Like I woke up this morning I, and, and I, I think I told you how I was uh, kind of slow to get up. Well, one of the things that uh, I was thinking about as I was slow to get up and I was actually dozing off to sleep at the moment was I really would like to work more on my big goals, like the house, like uh, my, my monetary goals, like, you know, the, the really, really big things that I want. I'd mm -hmm. like to spend more time fleshing them out. Why don't I spend more time doing that? I know this stuff works. Okay. Now, okay. Now you said a whole bunch, right? I did. You said a few paragraphs. Now let's back up and turn all that into wouldn't it be nice statements. So wouldn't it can. be nice if I, tomorrow morning I were to wake up and I were to uh, think about the fact that I want to spend more time on these various big project ideas feeling good, doing what would be nice and, and other kinds of focus wheel and stuff where I would be really fleshing it out. And wouldn't it be nice if I actually did it? Wouldn't it be nice if I actually set aside the time and started doing it and expanding my day to spend more time on energetically attracting rather than physical action in order to make things come true? Wouldn't it be nice if I actually followed through and got the results? Wouldn't it be nice if my life actually improved in the ways that I've been wanting it to improve and I got to live it? I got to experience it. I got to, to stay with it. Wouldn't that be can, nice? It's good. That's great. And how can you soften it even more? Uh, okay. You got to give me a clue here. I'm not sure what you have in mind. Well, um, just just think of, of ways that – because I, I hear a little bit in there you know, that, that when you made the original statements, right, there was a lot of judgment of yourself. Oh, like I how see. you, how you're just, why can't you do this? You know, uh, why can't I figure this out? I've got a friend who comes to me with that attitude all the time. And I'm like, dude, dude, it's your attitude that you think that way, that you talk to yourself that way. That's affecting you so much. So, you know, like when I say soften it, it's sort of like, I, I notice that Abraham says that a lot to people in the chair. They say soften the edges of that. So, so soften it might be for me would be something like going, wouldn't it be nice if I talked to myself in ways that just encouraged me in such a loving way that I couldn't help but do what the things I want to do? Wouldn't it be nice if I, if I didn't think that doing these things was such a big deal and I just made it something lighthearted? Wouldn't it be nice if I found fun ways to think about doing processes and things? Wouldn't it be nice if, if it was a, as good of a process for me to go for a walk and listen to my music as it was to do these processes that wouldn't it be nice if I only did focus wheels and things when I felt like I really wanted to do them. And in the meantime, I just, I learned how to go general and just have a blast with my life. You know? So, I mean, you could just think of things like what to you just gets you jazzed. 
Yeah, well, more, more specifically to the point you were raising, because you're right, I do have a tendency to be rather hard on myself. So wouldn't it be nice if I gave myself more credit for what I have done and yeah, what I've been doing nice well? One. Wouldn't it be nice yeah. if I actually recognized that I've made a lot of progress over the last nine and a half years since I first discovered how the law of attraction works? It wouldn't yeah. be nice if I actually gave myself that credit on a regular, even a daily or even hour by hour basis. Like, whoa, look what you've done. This is fantastic. And yeah. wouldn't it be nice if I stuck with that, with, with what I do? Because that's part of what I do with the mirror work. The mirror exercises, I'm telling myself all the things I like about you know what I'm doing and what's going on and, and uh, the progress I'm making. Well, it wouldn't be nice if I did that throughout my day and not just for you know a couple of minutes in the morning. I think I think a key to to the statements we make to ourselves and the stories we tell ourselves is this, what we talked about the last podcast, which was, are you getting into a feeling state as you talk to yourself? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you we like the thing that's so exciting to me about my life or when I'm talking to a client or a friend or anything is, are we getting excited about our conversation? Is is this conversation? getting us into a happier and happier place where mm-hmm. we're smiling more, we're laughing more, we're, we're getting more lighthearted and we're realizing that it's m- so much more fun to be in a lighthearted place than it is to be in a, I should do this stuff mm-hmm. place. You know, that's what I'm trying to do with all the clutter in my life. It's like by getting rid of all these, these books and files and things that represent stuff that's serious and important to me, I can, I can then choose the things that are more lighthearted and fun for me. So what are some Man. of your wouldn't it be nice is that uh, you want to play it more in your life? <laughs> well, wouldn't it wouldn't it be nice if, as I'm facing as I'm dealing with this weekend and thinking of moving into a place that's that's smaller than this place because I love the incredible view of the park. Say I found a place that's got it's on a third floor but it l- overlooks this park, right? And oh, so nice. It has these huge amount of windows. And so you're looking constantly at nothing but this beautiful expanse of trees. And in the distance, you've got the snow-covered Rocky Mountains. And, and there's a path running through there with a little stream. And that's what I would be looking at all day long, every day, as I'm doing my appointments with clients, you know, sitting there in my living room and my bedroom. And I'm thinking, wouldn't it be nice if I could get rid of enough stuff that I could move into that place and I could just put my focus on the enjoyment of the things that I really want to be filling my life with, which is beauty, Ooh. you know, which is going out into nature. You know, I mean, I could, I could spend three times the amount of time I spend now in nature or I could, but just by having that place, I'm just looking out at nature all the time. And that's one of the hugest goals of my life is to be just enjoying nature you know wow so wouldn't it wouldn't it be nice if as i'm looking around my existing place if i could just make some really great decisions to let go of of some things that i've been holding on to for a really long time thinking that i can't live without that maybe (laughs) i can live without that you know maybe it just it represents just an idea of happiness and that my real happiness is more in following this thread of inspiration that says, do the thing that excites you, Tom, do the thing that turns you on, do the thing that makes you feel like a kid again, do those things, you know? Mm. And wouldn't it be nice if I filled my life with doing more exciting, active, wonderful things. And I wasn't so much a, a, a stick in the mud with all my books and my, and my things, you know, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it right. be nice if, if I just like stepped out of that world and I, 
I just became this person that's just excited about so many more things in my life. So it would be nice. And and the good part is you've already accomplished a lot of that because you, you are that kind of person now. Yeah. I've been working on this for years and, and I've been, and it's not just working on it. I've been enjoying the process mm-hmm. because I, ever since I was in college, I, and I realized I didn't want to choose one of the traditional majors. I wanted to create my own life. And when I realized that when I was a sophomore, I said, I, I've been doing that ever since, you know, in a lot of ways, I always look at situations going, how could, how could this be the life I want it to be? Yeah. <laughs> you know? right. But I've been my own worst enemy around that. And so, you know, the fact that I still feel stuck and, and I'm going to turn 70 this year. It's like, it's, it's like, I don't want to, I, I just want to make it more fun. I, and I don't want to blame myself or find fault, but I just want to, from this moment forward, make it more fun, make it more interesting, make it more enlivened. So wouldn't it be nice if, if I really understood and allowed myself to have a more streamlined life? Um, wouldn't it be nice if I carried less, with me through life. And I let joy be the thing that I wanted to have more of. I let happiness be the thing I wanted to have more of and more friends and more lightheartedness and more music and more dancing and more walking on trails in the, in nature and, and more singing. Wow. Mm. Wouldn't it be nice if singing was more important to me than, than a hundred of my books? Yeah. You know, isn't it nice too, <laughs> that we're doing this exercise and in the process of doing it, isn't it nice that we're discovering all these things we've already done? that are already improving, mm. improving our lives and, and are producing improvements every day. And isn't yeah. it nice that we get to do this podcast where we're, we're, we're sharing these, these wouldn't it be nice episodes and we're building each other up and we're building ourselves up. I mean, isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it nice that we're revealing like how, how life has a beautiful expansiveness to it and that we can tap into that energy. You know, we, we, isn't it nice that life has got this, this leading edge of creativity and and expectation that that we can live in mm-hmm. where we we really come alive and from that everything we want is is probably just going to flow into our lives i mean it, it i don't see how it couldn't if i could <laughs> stay in this place so isn't it nice that i that i'm choosing to stay in this place and wouldn't it be nice if i did it in a way that didn't feel like a burden it felt like a lighthearted thing wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice if I get off this call and I'm excited about my entire day and I keep remembering throughout my day to go there? And isn't it nice <laughs> to know that that's exactly what's going to happen? I mean, isn't, isn't it nice to know this? Is, we're, we're actually making progress today by doing this. Yeah, that's isn't right. it nice to know that this this is like picking us up? And I think it's pick, picking our listeners up too, those who are listening to this particular podcast. Isn't it nice to know it's picking them up as well? I mean, we're just we're not just influencing ourselves. We're influencing hundreds. We're influencing mm-hmm. a whole lot of people to have a really good day. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Would, wouldn't it be nice if if a, if a whole bunch of people got into this way of thinking so much and this way of acting that they were infecting people everywhere they go? So if they're going through the checkout line at the grocery store and the and the checkout person is a little bit bummed, you know, you could say, well, when do you get off? And he says, oh, I don't get off until five. And he says, well, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be amazing if, if in the next five hours, you know, like between now and five o'clock that something really picked you up? Wouldn't that be wonderful if somehow <laughs> you started feeling like more excited? I, I know maybe it's, maybe you don't think it's possible, but wouldn't it be nice if that just happened? You know, I don't know. There are different things we could do like that if we're in that place, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. Or even if, let's say a word down too. But, but then we remember when we're checking out and we, 
and we, we're feeling kind of down and the checkout guy feels kind of down and we go, wouldn't it be nice if, if we just had lives that were just felt happy so much of the time, wouldn't it be nice if we just, if life was just so enjoyable, you know, and, and, and then the guy goes, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I had, I felt so good coming into work this morning. I was listening to this song and, you know, yeah. and then it's oh, by yeah, Brian Wilson. <laughs> yeah. By Brian Wilson. I, we should, we should have that, have cue that song. For That's the, right. Yeah. Uh, we should have played that one. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It also occurs to me too. This works no matter where we are on the scale of emotional set points. Um, mm -hmm. Even if we're in the lowest positions, if we're in the positions of depression, we yeah. can still use it. We probably don't want to go for the, wouldn't it be nice high end stuff. But wouldn't it be nice if I felt a little better? Wouldn't mm -hmm. it be nice if, if, if I could leave this depression behind and, and get into a, a better feeling place? Wouldn't it be nice if I could actually get some of the anger out? Wouldn't it be nice if the fear would go away? Wouldn't it be nice mm -hmm. if I, I wouldn't be so frustrated all the time? Wouldn't it be nice if I, I felt like I actually had occasional inspiration? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice if actually something nice happened to me? Mm -hmm. You know, you can do yeah. stuff like that, too. Yeah. And we can look at any situation in our life that's been intractable and difficult and, and look at it as, you know, well, it, I don't see how I'm going to change that right away, maybe. But then you look at it and go, well, wouldn't it be nice if, you know, and then think of five things that, that you want to, you would love to have change about that situation. And then the trick again, as we, we said, is don't go back then immediately and say, yeah, but the chances of that are you know, like a snowball's chance in hell. Right. We want to stop ourselves whenever that <laughs> happens and instantly turn it into, isn't it nice that we have spent the last 53 minutes doing Wouldn't It Be Nice? Mm -hmm. I mean, 53 minutes, that's a lot of it. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like this rampage we've been on. And in the process <laughs> of doing this rampage, it, right? It's like an Abraham rampage, except we're doing it. And in yeah. the process of doing this rampage, man, I mean, I can feel when, when we started the show, we talked just before the show about yeah. how you know, we we're both kind of tired. We hadn't gotten all the sleep we wanted and all that kind of thing. And now I feel entirely different. I feel yeah. so much higher than I did at the beginning of the show. Me too. This has totally inspired me to go forward and actually start looking into each room of my house and my garage and thinking, what would it feel like to let go of some of this stuff that just, I really don't need it. And I'm not using it and it's been with my life for 10, 20, 30 years, whatever. And, you know, what if I reduce, say, like, I've got enough tools that I could take care of a 3,000 square foot house and a quarter acre lot, you know? Well, what if I got rid of half of those tools, mm -hmm. you know? And which ones could I, could I let go of? And, and, or that, how easily could I get these tools later if I really needed them? You know, I bet I could find these tools. You know, really cheap at Home Depot, or I could get these tools at a thrift store, or I could, I could borrow these tools if I really needed a chainsaw again. I could borrow a chainsaw. You know, if I really needed to have a sander like that, electric sander, you know, I could buy one later because, but do I see myself using an electric sander in the next 10 years? You know, maybe not. You know, mm -hmm. I use that for certain projects when I owned a great big home, but mm -hmm. so I start looking at everything and going, yeah, what would it be like to just like get rid of that and that and that? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, as I'm looking forward to my day, I've got a, uh, a lot of work to do on the book because I'm still doing the final mm -hmm. edit, and I've got to uh, mock together a couple more covers, and I got to start uh, doing a couple other things for helping Louise's gardening business. And that, I mean, that, mm -hmm. I have a whole series of things to do, mm -hmm. and I have to tell you, when I first woke up, I was there was a little piece of me that was dreading, like, oh god, I got all this work to do. 
well, wouldn't it be nice if now that we've gone through this exercise, I can go into those tasks with enthusiasm, with excitement, knowing that by doing that, I'm going to fly through them. Stuff that, yeah. because my attitude was down before, would have taken me two hours to do. I'll probably get done in a half an hour just because uh -huh. my attitude changed. You know, yeah. just because I'm feeling up for it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm really flying here. You know, that kind of thing. Because you get a lot of work done when you're feeling really, really good, right? But when you're kind of dragging, that's when stuff takes forever to get done. Well, wouldn't yeah. it be nice if now that I've got this attitude that we've built up during the show, I can apply it to my day going forward and think about each one of those things. Like, wouldn't it be nice if I can fly through that editing and get it all done today? I mean, I wasn't yeah. thinking I could get it done today, but wouldn't it be great if I could get it done today? Whoa, mm -hmm. that would be gigantic. <laughs> you know? And wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice if each thing that occurs to you as a problem or difficulty that you, that you, that you back off it a little bit in that moment and go, What's the wouldn't it be nice in this situation? What's mm. the wouldn't it be nice in this situation? Yes. Yeah. Because if you do that every day, if I do that every day, if I do it throughout the day, making sure I am cognizant, I am aware, I am paying attention to the fact that mm -hmm. I need more wouldn't it be nice. If mm -hmm. I keep doing those, isn't it nice to think about how much more enjoyable my day is going to be, how much more yeah. productive I'm going to be, how much more satisfied I'm going to be, how much more mm -hmm. excited I'm going to be. Isn't that a nice idea? Because I think it's a wonderful idea. I do too. And wouldn't it be nice if by doing that, you're developing an actual muscle, an actual neural pathway in your brain that is now going to become open to you going there more and more in any and every situation in your life. You know, like, like you're going to, you're going to develop this new habit. Isn't Wouldn't it, that be nice? Isn't it nice if, you, if in developing that habit, you find that you go there as your default, your new mm -hmm. default means going to this place where you're always saying, Hey, wouldn't this be nice? Isn't that great? <laughs> because when we're in that default, now we really are living the full, happy, abundant life. Now everything seems great in life. Mm -hmm. And even when, and even when things seem intractably difficult and, and really challenging, we, we've trained ourselves, hopefully that we go, well, wouldn't it be nice if I just took a nap? And I woke up and I felt different. Wouldn't it be nice if I go to bed tonight and I wake up in the morning and because it's a new day, I, a new perspective comes into my head about how to look at this situation that I've been struggling with. Wouldn't it be nice if something just magically shows up in my life that relieves the kind of pressure I feel around this situation? So, you know, we can become an, a, a, a master of all the different ways we give ourselves a break, right? And, and the only thing that I can think of that isn't nice is that our hour is almost up. So we have to wait until Monday to do more. Isn't it, wouldn't it be nice together? <laughs> but this you, could have a, you could have a whole show that people tune into every day. And all it is is listen to two people get, get, you know, get their energy hyped up. So <laughs> and I'm sure that would actually be very, very uh, contagious. That's the best word mm -hmm. I can think of. Like, you know, it, but it'd be a good kind of contagion. So, yeah, we are, well, we just did a show like that. We should do more of them. I think they're, they're really, really good. Thanks a lot for, for coming up with thank this you. topic, Tom. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And thanks for doing the show. I, look, I, I can't wait to do the next one on Monday, and I hope you have a great weekend. Yeah, I hope you do, too. I'm sure you will. All right. I hope you do, and, and I hope our nice audience does, too. Do. And, you know, we invite you back every single time. So make sure you come and join us for all the shows every week, every day here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye.